accused Job of every sin in the book, you know, on the sole basis of the evidence that he was <coughs> suffering, uh, but just pretty outrageous. Uh, they didn't do that to begin with, but they, they have gotten to that point. And I would say communication between Job and the friends is practically broken down. I mean, Job will not say a whole lot more from here on out toward the friends a little bit. But what's there to say? You know, the friends aren't saying anything. And Job is really more concerned about the Lord than he is about the friends. I mean, Job's big problem, as we've seen all along, is not even his suffering in itself. It's what the suffering says about how God feels about him. You know, for Job, the real issue is, why has God turned against me? Why is God punishing me? You know, if it was just a matter of suffering for the Lord, I don't know that Job would have had a big problem with that. But believing that all suffering is retribution, then it's like God thinks he's a terrible sinner, yet he hasn't done anything. So that's really the issue, and we're going to see that borne out here in chapter 23. So somebody want to read 23 verses 1 to 7. Then Job replied, Even today my complaint is rebellion. His hand is heavy despite my groaning. Oh, that I knew where I might find him, that I might come to his seat. I would present my case before him and fill my mouth with arguments. I would learn the words which he would answer and perceive what he would say to me. Would he contend with me by the greatness of his power? No, surely he would pay attention to me. There the upright would reason with him, and I would be delivered forever from my judge. So what is Job longing for here? Face to face with God. Yeah. He wants his day to face God in court. You know, to present his case before God. But there is a big problem with that for Job. What's the problem? <clears throat> Well, he knows he's not equal to, to the, the situation. So even the thought of trying to face God is intimidating and overwhelming. What's the other problem? Where is he? Yeah. You know, just how do you serve a subpoena on God? <laughs> you know, uh, he can't find him. I mean, you know, Eliphaz had said back in 2223... If you return to the Almighty, you will be restored. And Job says in 23.3, Oh, that I knew where I might find him. That I might come to his seat. He'd like to return to him if he only knew how to find him. Of course, Eliphaz has something different in mind. But, uh, you know, it, it, he, he's just longing for the chance to talk to the Lord, to present his arguments, and to argue his case before God. You know, because he feels like he has been unjustly condemned. And if he had that chance, then he'd find out what God would say. And, you know, he wonders, what would that be like? How would it go? You know, in 6, would he contend with me by the greatness of his power? No, surely he'd pay attention to me. Then the upright would re reason with him, and I would be delivered forever from my judge. You know... 
uh, he's ho- he really thinks that God would have to admit the justice of his case and that God would see to it that he was delivered from his judge, who is God. <laughs> you know, so he's really kind of wishing he could appeal to God against God. That illustrates the confusion in Job's mind. On the one hand, he really believes God's a just God. And yet, for him, God is unjustly punishing him. So at times, he contradicts himself in his view of the Lord. Think about just this this basic desire on Job's part to find God so he could really talk to him. Isn't that a, a, a natural longing and yearning? You know, to be able to to have some way of, of, of coming in contact with God, of making a connection with God. Is this not another way in which Jesus answers Job? That Jesus provides that point of contact. You know, we, we, he, he's expressed God to us. He's shown us God. We can turn to Jesus. And, and so I think that so often in this book, Job is longing for the kinds of things that God provides us through his son. Comments and questions? It's interesting that he gets the translator to talk to God and he doesn't have anything to say. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Some of the things he says from time to time about how God would overwhelm him is exactly what happened. It is overwhelming. And, wow, there's so many things, there's so many angles in Job. But to some extent, even in some of this, Job is probably not as respectful as he needs to be. And the Lord basically put him in his place by, you know, interrogating him about all sorts of uh, creative uh you know, actions and, you know, sustaining the universe and so forth. And Job clearly had no way to, to even begin to talk to God about how to run the universe. And so he really was, he, he should have been, you know, humbled before God, and he was. Who's reasoning with who in verse 7? <clears throat> Who's the upright and with him and the I and then judge well I think he's saying the upright man like Job would reason with him God and I would be delivered forever from my judge God so you know he would be able to reason with God and there therefore God would would declare him right and he'd be delivered from his judge God that's what I'm saying that you yeah. know he has two concepts about God so he acts like he that God just really doesn't understand what's going on here yes I think that's exactly what he thinks at certain points and if he could just tell God you know a good part of the time he believes God is just And if he just had a chance to tell God his side of the story, God would vindicate him. It at least doesn't look to some other source as the arbitrator. You know, this almost sounds like God himself sometimes when he's talking and swearing by himself. And, you know, there is no higher authority. And and 
at this point, Job seems to recognize that. Where else are you going to go? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If you've got a problem with the Lord, you better take it to the Lord. Who else are you going to take it to? You know, there's no higher court. But he doesn't seem to consider that there's some other answer ever. I don't know that he ever comes around to that. You know, it's like there's just something needs to be corrected and he's talked to God about that. Yeah, he's pretty consistent in that view. What about his complaint is rebellion? Well, you know, I mean, perhaps he thinks that when he speaks like this, God just punishes him more. You know, he said that several times in one way or the other, that it's really pretty frightening to even present his case to God. Because it's like, all this is doing is just aggravating the Lord and making bad matters worse. You know, it's almost like, uh, you know, I was talking with a you know, young man, a young adult in Brazil today, and his father is supposed to be a Christian, but really is a, a very sinful man and but but the boy struggles with you know showing him proper respect you know and I think it's the same thing here you know he you know he believes he, in one sense he believes in the justice of God and yet because of what's happening he's criticizing God for being unjust and so he's got this you know just disconnect almost with that you know God is a just God he turns to God to to right the wrongs here but the wrongs were committed by the Lord so it, he's just struggling back and forth to deal with really as you pointed out the fundamental misconception that all suffering is punishment for sin I mean that misconception is shared by Job and the friends and that's a big part of the problem and then just, I mean, to some extent, Job needs to come to trust God and believe God is right, even when he cannot see it and when he doesn't understand it. I, I, I think this is, uh, that you see Job, and it, it, he really is an amazing character because and I, I, maybe Chris was saying this a little while ago, but he never thinks that there's some other source that's a solution to his problem. God is the solution to this problem, and he never, never heads in another direction. He, he's also the cause. And he, never, he never goes away from that. <laughs> but, 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 you know, one good thing about that is he doesn't think God just, uh, you know, got whipped and somebody else is causing everything. I mean, he does see that God's the one in charge. So, I mean, there, and, and in a sense, he's right. God is the cause, you know, in, in many senses. But it wasn't an injustice thing like he thought it was. But, but I mean, he never really lets go of God. You know, people today would just abandon the Lord, morality, and every semblance of trying to serve God. Job doesn't, you know, go out here and get drunk to escape it all. You know, and he doesn't just, you know, give up on the idea that God is all-powerful or that God is just, even though he struggles with the justice of God. You know, his initial statement, the Lord gives and the Lord takes away, is is dead on. And at that point, it's like, 
I'm okay with it. You know, God took it away, but it doesn't mean anything. But then he gets into his friend's same thinking that, oh, it does mean something. So it's almost like he changed his point of view from that initial response. But, but it's not the thing that means something. It's the fact that that shows God is punishing him. I think his problem isn't that he lost those things in and of itself. I think his problem is, so God thinks he's a sinner and God is against him. Right, but I still think that's different than God yes. gives and God takes away. Yes. And th those don't mean anything as far as punishment okay. or righteousness. Yes. yes. But then he's turned around and says, okay, it does mean something. Yes. For righteousness. I, I'll buy that. So, yes. now that. so now he's really set on that point. It's almost like he forgot his initial response. Yeah, I don't have a good answer for that. I don't know if it's as it continues. This isn't just a temporary setback that it seems like it's more of a punishment. Well, he had some help, too. Well, yeah, <laughs> his friends won't let him forget that. Yes. Yeah, that's a good point. Yes. These friends are a trial to him oh, in yes. every way. I mean, they... But he bought into the idea that the only the wicked suffer is what it seems. I agree. I mean, the friends in Job aren't very different in their view of that. He just thinks that he's innocent. He, he, depending on what moment of the day you ask him, he <laughs> thinks God just got it wrong. You know, God God made a mistake. You know, got their name switched or whatever. And if he if he just could present his case to God, God is just and righteous. He'd surely see it and and make things right. I mean. That's what he says a lot of the time, not every part of the time. But, but I mean, we will do the same thing. I mean, as we're struggling with things, we will contradict ourselves. You know, we'll say one thing, then we'll turn around and say just the opposite. <laughs> you know, and especially when we're in a lot of uh, stress and pressure, we tend to be really self-contradictory sometimes. Mm -hmm. Good discussion. Other thoughts? 8 to 17. Behold, I go forward, but he is not there, and backward, but I cannot perceive him. When he, when he acts on the left, I cannot behold him. He turns on the right, I cannot see him. But he knows the way I take. When he has tried me, I shall come forth as gold. My foot has held fast to his path. I have kept his way and not turned aside. I have not departed from the command of his lips. I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. But he is unique, and who can turn him? And what his soul desires, that he does. For he performs what is appointed for me, and many such decrees are with him. Therefore I would be dismayed at his presence. When I consider, I am terrified of him. It is God who has made my heart faint, and the Almighty who has dismayed me. But I am not silenced by the darkness, nor deep gloom which covers me. <coughs> so, we're, he's still trying to find God, and he can't find him anywhere. Um, that's frustrating. And yet, look at verse 10. But he knows the way I take. When he has tried me, I shall come forth as gold. You know, he can't find God, and yet he knows God knows him. And he knows that when the trial comes, God will, will prove him right. You know, so he's, he's back to saying both ways. But I think when he says that in verse 10... He's largely trying to say, I know that because I know I have lived in integrity. 
Because he says in verse 11, My foot has held fast to his path. I have kept his way and not turned aside. I have not departed from the command of his lips. I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. So Job is very convinced he has done the right thing. That's a, not a bad statement in verses 11 and 12. If you want a, if you want a statement of, of what we ought to be, you know, hold fast his path, keep his way, don't turn aside, don't depart from the command of his lips, and I really like treasuring the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. You know, you'd rather feed on the word of God than you to feed on something that would keep you from starving to death if you had to make the choice. What word of God would you have at this point in time? I don't know the answer to that. Obviously enough that they knew quite a bit about God. But in what format and what, I don't know. Good question. But, you know... I don't know what to do to get to him. And he does whatever he wants. And in verse 15, I would be dismayed at his presence when I consider I'm terrified of him. I mean, can you imagine trying to talk to God? I mean, it's overwhelming. It's God who's made my heart faint, the Almighty who's dismayed me. So God's afflicting him, and yet... There's no just cause. So that that's his challenge still. You know, he's been a man of character and integrity, and, and it looks like God is punishing him. Comments and thoughts on all that? What, what, uh, what would you say about verse 14? He performs what is appointed for me. What, what is his point there? I don't know that I know the answer to that. I mean, it's like he, he's in charge of Job. Mm -hmm. You know, he controls what's going on with him. But beyond that, I don't know. So it's, the poetry of Job is challenging to understand some of the statements he makes. And if you read this in various translations, it's obviously challenging to translate too. So some of these statements are Joby. Saw me. <laughs> oh my. All right, other thoughts here on chapter 23. Is there a contrast between 16 and 17? Like, is he saying, well, I don't know, what is he saying there? Well, you know, it's God who's made my heart faint and the Almighty who's dismayed me. He has no idea, he has no doubt that God is the one who's attacking him, who's punishing him and all that. But I am not silenced by the darkness nor deep gloom which covers me. It's not going to shut me up. I still hold fast my integrity. You know, so, I mean, God is really on the attack, but it's not going to break him down. He knows he's done the right thing. He's pretty consistent in that affirmation that he really believes he's done the right thing. Should he have confessed his uh, sin and gotten it over with? He couldn't have been honest with himself. Exactly. You know, 
could, can you confess a sin you didn't commit? You wouldn't have changed anything. <laughs> you're exactly right. <laughs> other than the fact you'd have been lying. <laughs> right. But yeah, you're right. That wouldn't have helped. What would it have done to the friends? That would have made a point for them. <laughs> but then if it, nothing changed... Well, then they would have just said he didn't repent. He didn't really repent. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That sounds very familiar today to some people. <laughs> But I mean, it really isn't right to confess to a crime you haven't committed. I mean, you know, for whatever reason. So, I mean, in some ways you appreciate the fact Job is not going to say, I've done wrong, just thinking that if he does that, things will lighten up for him. Other thoughts? All right, um, 1 through 12 of chapter 24. Why are times not stored up by the Almighty? And why do those who know Him not see His days? Some remove the landmarks, 